master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befog mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. Welcome to the Room Prime Podcast. It's your host, Room Prime. How's everyone doing on March 30th, 2022? And oh my, oh my, as of course I say, I'm always saying this, a day's worth, in a day we have a week's worth of news and in a week we have a month's worth of news and i mean we got hollywood hollywood actor slapping another uh in the face well one is a comedian but he also acts but you you got the just and in in the most irrelevant most uh <sighs> in the most irrelevant uh stage on on in the world and that's the oscars you know the academy awards and also we're going to talk about just everyone's reaction uh, including jim carrey fan of jim carrey and uh, ricky gervais which i have talked about him when on the uh, the golden globes back in 2020 Whew. I love that was my favorite episode. It was one of my favorites. And I was like, wow. That 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 roast was legendary. That that will be archived for the world to see if I mean if because you know that that hit too close to home with a lot of people. So I would I would assume that they wouldn't want that to be archived forever and ever, you know, in the year 5,000 or something. But nonetheless, uh, he gives his takes on on the whole fiasco with Will Smith and, you know, Chris Rock. And see, there's a lot of people that, there's a lot of people that are defending Will and I'm like, again, you can have your side. Like, to me, this whole thing, it, it's, people are saying, oh, this, it's staged. I know people at work, they were, they were telling me, oh, it's, it's, it's staged. I don't know. It's like, you really think you, you're giving the Academy way too much credit. You're thinking that they're going to, set this up and yeah they're going to set this up and then will's going to have a, an out an outburst and he was laughing at first but then he went up and slapped chris rock and then he, he said what he said you know keep his wife's name out of your fucking mouth twice and you can see him quivering and and, and about to cry 
you know, eyes worn up. Like, yeah, like it, people got gotta stop. They you're you're giving giving them too much credit. I'm I'm sorry, you're giving them way too much credit to to think that they actually thought this up. No. No way. Um and in fact that that was the only thing people were talking about on the Oscars. <clears throat> like that people were only talking about that. Everything else was just like, you know, secondary. It was just uh as we say, filler. And you know, to me, this whole thing it was real due to Will Smith's uh just his mental breakdown because of his wife, uh, Jada Pinkin, uh, Jada Pinkin Smith. She aired their, their laundry out, you know, Hey, they got an open marriage and, and yeah. And, you know, we don't talk about that. Yeah. They're an open marriage, but the fact that she dogged him, uh, just alive for people to see, and call something an entanglement when nah, you're fucking your 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 son's friend. That's not an entanglement. Like you don't accidentally have sex. I'm sorry. You don't trip and slip on someone's penis. You don't do that. But you know, nothing, I guess uh, again, different world. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day. Um, this this whole thing is ridiculous, and the fact that there are people defending Will Smith. No, like I'm sorry, you guys are smoking crack. Like, and I'm going to explain why before I get uh, get through the summary. Also, we're going to be talking about the "Don't Say Gay" bill, even though it doesn't say "gay" in, in the bill. Um. Because again, there there are people who who want this to be taught to children, grades K through third grade, and for those who don't want that, they're the weirdos. When they're basically saying, "Hey, uh, keep uh, sexual sexual orientation, uh, gender identity." all that stuff out of the classrooms. Kids should not be learning about this. And I'll say the same thing for for straight. Doesn't matter if you're you're a gay teacher, straight teacher, you know, heterosexual. Don't be telling your your students what you did, you know, you in your in you know, in your bed, in your bedroom. Like no. And if a kid asks, hey, like, what, what does gay mean? The, the responsible thing and the logical thing to do is be like, hey, you should talk to your mom. You should talk to your dad. You should talk to your parent or your parents about this and move on. But you just have people that staunchly for teaching this in, in classrooms. And then the media says, oh, some grades that don't say gay bill doesn't want to teach uh, uh, 
gender identity, sexual orientation, some grades. They, they don't tell you that it's grades K through third grade. They, they don't tell you that. There's a reason why. There's a reason why they're keeping that from, you know, they're keeping that out. They're admitting that. There's a reason why. Because those are the years when, you know, kids are, are impressionable. They, they're blank slates. I said this in my previous episode, in, in episode 90, 96, and by the way, this is episode 98, so close to the 100 episode milestone, that brought this up on episode 96, and kids are blank slates. There's a reason why they, they want this to be taught to children at this state. There's a reason why. It's no coincidence they didn't slip and fell and thought of the idea. There's a reason. And you have teachers saying, no, I can't I can't talk about me going uh uh whatchamacallit uh uh paddle boarding, you know, with, with my husband or my boyfriend or whatever. And just like Okay. No one fucking cares. And and that's the thing with, with these people. They just they have no one to talk to in the real world because they're pompous, they're arrogant, and they're un, they're unlikable. So the next thing they do is, hey, let's 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 talk about this with our with our students. It's like all this is is just textbook narcissism. They gotta, they gotta flaunt. Hey, I'm, I'm gay. And again, be gay, be trans, be bi. Don't care, because that's more. There's more to you as a person than just your identity. But these people have nothing to them. They don't have much substance. So all they do is talk about their pronouns their gender, their sexual orientation. That's it. That's all they are. You see this on Twitter. You see people with the with the, the pride flag. You see them with the hashtag BLM. You see them with the Ukraine flag. You see them with the mask uh with with the mask on. You see them with with the uh the three time soon to be uh, they're gonna be fighting for the fourth job and the fifth job. Uh, Pfizer champ. You see that? That's all they are. All and and again, you can't forget the hatred of Trump. You can't. These people. They're they're so shallow. Because when you, you know, go dig through all the the MPC. Talking points, you, you look at the, the firmware, you know how on a computer, you know, computer software, uh, for example, iPhones, when someone looks at the at the firmware and see, okay, what, what's in here? Okay, you got a mask, okay, you got a uh, pride, you got a pride flag, you got a Ukrainian flag, you got a, you got a, a jab, a, a syringe uh, emoji here, you got the BLM hashtag on here and then when you go down to the core it's like it's nothing like what the hell is nothing in here what's going on 
So all these people, they have the same qualities. Nothing about them is interesting. Nothing about them says, hey, I'm, I'm a decent human being. I'm, I have something to offer. No, they just shallow husk of human beings. And they think that teaching sex to little kids is, is, is fine. Having people, uh, having teachers talk about what, who they bang, uh, what they do, what they did, uh, you know, over the weekend to their students. Like, who cares? And these isn't as cover. Oh, I can't talk about extracurricular activities. That that's just cover. I remember when I was in school, and sometimes, sometimes, uh, they will like talk about. They will talk about like their personal life, but in a, in an instant way. And even teachers back then, it was like, oh, I don't know, should we talking about this? There were some who who just loved to talk about. Uh, they loved to talk about the extracurricular activities, but there was there were many that were no, it's it's we can't, you know, it's it's one of the we don't want to destroy the class, but kids did it because they they wanted they, they wanted the teacher to get off topic. That's why they did it, you know. But listen, that end of the day, all this is just, it's, it's just, I don't care. I can give two shits if a person is bi, gay, trans. I don't care. All I care is how you treat me, how you treat other people. That's it. How you are as a human being, because how you treat others is is information for me to say. Okay, if he treats people like this, then maybe he'll treat me like that. Maybe she'll treat me like that. So that's all I care about. These people care about race. These people are so obsessed with race and gender and sexual identity and and pronouns and and genders. Like it's it's toxic, and I, I see this. I've been seeing this, and everyone's been seeing this. But then there's people been quiet about this. People are so obsessed with race. Oh, we gotta put a a, a black person in in this role. We gotta put a a, a trans or, or or yeah, put a lesbian or a trans or or whoever, whatever. It's like. People don't care about that. That that should be, that should be. Oh, okay. Th- this person's a good actor or a good actress. They have many hobbies. They have many abilities, talents, strengths. And oh, they happen to be trans. Oh, they happen to be gay. They happen to be bi. They happen, happen to be a woman. They happen to be a black person. But no, it's I'm black. I'm gay. I'm trans. I'm bi. I'm a woman. And then everything else is like a lot of times, oh, this person has no talents except talking about their gender. Like, oh, okay. I wonder why. These shallow people with 
not much to offer. Okay, I care about people's talents, what they could do, what they're about, what they could bring to the world, and you know how you treat me and other people. That's it. But the fact that these people are so obsessed with, with this with this nonsense, it just says a lot. It really says a lot. And you know, I rambled and, and ranted to you know long enough, but it's just it shit has to be said. Now these people are just fucking narcissists. Now these people have no redeeming qualities about them. So they push their their skin color, their race, their sexual identity, their pronouns, their genders. That's it. They they have nothing else to to offer. Nothing. They're not interesting people. They're not likable people. I mean, a lot of them can be, and I feel like a lot of them are, but they just put that in the in the forefront and they're pretentious about it. But you know, to just close it up, just to sum this up. Um. I'm for this bill, the parental rights and education bill. Not the oh, don't don't say gay because again, nowhere in the bill says gay. And there's people who who just lie. They just love lying, and <laughs> just doesn't matter because they're then they're then and the right side of of politics, so they they get away with this. If you're if you're not on the left. You get crucified. You get flamed. So that being said, let let's get on let's get on to these topics. Um, before I do, uh, quick shout out. Follow your dreams. Uh, had him on last week on the podcast and enjoyed. I enjoyed him. Like he he can get ranty, but I don't mind because listen, sometimes you gotta let it's gotta say fuck it just see where this goes and i think it went well and i'll definitely have him on again because you know me and following we talk we you know we just come up with so many interesting things to talk about and um and i'm sure it will be a great time again if i have him on in the near future and of course juyari shouts to juyari uh he was on this podcast uh, not too long ago, and I've been on his podcast so many times. But uh, I want to focus on, you know, on a baby here on this podcast, the Room Prime podcast. So um, I haven't been on his um, Patreon shows as, you know, I'm trying to focus on things here, but also trying to think of ideas and, you know, kind of change it up. But Still cool. <laughs> it was still cool. Um, no, no, it will. Um, Drew, he, he's awesome. Drew Yari is awesome. Definitely check out his, his main podcast, The Drew Yari Show, and check out his Patreon show uh, for exclusive content. Five bucks a month gets you access to all that. So definitely appreciate him uh, for being a supporter of the show and and. and him having me on his show. And 
Also, the four kings, follow your dreams, or himself, Cosmic Kaiser Six, and Super Freak. And congratulations. Um, give a big congratulations to uh, Super Freak. Uh, he welcomed his uh, first child into the world. Um, just beautiful. I'm, I'm, I was like legit happy. And I love kids. Um, I would love to have a family of my own someday. Someday. And just seeing that, seeing uh, someone I know personally, uh, just a good guy, good overall guy. Um, just his streams are, are fun, but since he's, you know, being a father right now, um, those will definitely be in the back burner. So, you know, again, congrats to Super Freak. Super, super proud of him and um, and his wife. Very proud. And hell, like, like they make <laughs> they make better parents than some of the parents I see out here. So I'm very I'm very glad that they welcomed their first child in the world. And hey, you know, if I had a drink near me, I give him a toast. But you know, here's a here's a virtual toast. And that being said, let's go on with the show. Come on, this is it's nearly 20 minutes. Like like I said. I'm always ranting up to the 20-minute mark of the show, but that, that's just a staple. So we're, we're gathered here today to discuss topics, of course. And one quick topic. Let's see. One quick topic here. And, of course, Chrome... Uh, excuse me, stream yard doesn't save stuff. Doesn't save stuff, of course. So, first topic, Disney executives admit they're pushing a not-so-secret gay agenda, actively removing gender greetings, and a whole lot more. So, I'm going to quickly sum up uh, this because I, I kind of talked about it in my monologue. Let's see. It's become more clear while LGBT activists are angered at the idea of having less access to your children. The war between Disney and the state of Florida has been raging on for weeks ever since the state announced the Florida's parental rights and education bill that bans the teaching of sexual orientation and gender identity to students in kindergarten through third grade. This bill has been labeled an anti-groom bill by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Press Secretary uh, Christina Pershaw, while opponents have labeled it the Don't Say Gay Bill. For weeks, there have been a fierce debate on social media about how much the LGBT agenda should be pushed on children between the ages of four through eight. During a viral staff meeting among Disney employees and executives, executive producer uh, Latoya uh, Raveau, president of Disney General Entertainment Content, Carrie, uh, Carrie Brock, and others admitted to having a not-so-secret agenda to push gay and queer content and programs targeted to children. In a video meeting that was obtained by journalist Christopher Ruffo, Rufo, 
Burke, uh, Burke, excuse me, spoke on how important it is to have, uh, how important it is for her to have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories as a mother of a transgender and a pansexual children. And this is her. Again, all this talk that there's no gay agenda, oh, is this conspiracy theory? Just like with everything, oh, don't don't pay attention to those people. They don't know what they're talking about. And then suddenly, oh, yeah, there's there's a thing. There, there there's a thing. Just like with inflation, oh, there's no inflation. But if it were to happen, here's why it's good. And then admitting, oh, yep, inflation's here. And guess what? It's not going to be a good time for us. So, of course, they, they tell us all the while they're telling us not to panic is when we should panic. Like um, someone wise told me when when they tell us to be calm, that's when you panic. But when they tell you to panic and the world's on fire, the sky is falling, that's when you be cool. Because they, they want us in, in a state of fear. They want us in a state of confusion all the time. So that's how with this with this stuff, too. They're telling us, oh, don't worry about it. You're, you're just they're gaslighting. They're literally gaslighting you, telling you that something that is blatantly going on isn't happening. But it's happening. That is a gaslight. So let's see here. Um, I'm here as a mother of two queer children, actually, one transgender child and one pansexual child, and also also as a leader. And that was my thing that really got to me because I had so much from my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks in open forums, through emails uh, and thorough emails and phone conversations. I feel a responsibility to speak not just for myself, but for them. This this thing here, like, it's just sickening to me that they're putting this, you know, teaching this to children and putting this on. That's why Disney is so, has become a a monolith. And that's why I'm in agreement that all these, all these entertainment companies, they sure all just burn to the ground. They sure are all burned to the ground because... You see what they're what they're producing. You see what what they're about. You see the agenda. Again, we're called crazy for a calling out, and now that that the, the it's been said from the horse's mouth. Now you see that the people that have been saying this for years, they've been right all along. They've been saying this all along. And the fact that now they're outwardly open about this, what they want to do with, with your children, it, it, it's it's uh, it's alarming. But at the same time, hey, they 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 show their hand and say here, uh, Christo- uh, Christopher Rufo, 
Uh, Disney corporate president Katie Brooks says, as a mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child, she supports having many, many, many LGBTQ characters in our stories and wants a minimum of 50% of characters to be LGBTQIA and racial minorities. So again, they're weaponizing my, uh, my whole take on the whole LGBTQIA plus I have no beef, no qualms, no issues. Because they're people just like us, right? But my issue is, is that you have radical people within this movement, just like in any movement. It's not just a focus on them. It's not only it's not only exclusive to to LGBTQ plus. But when you have radical people within the movement and basically speak for the rest. Cause I'm, I'm sure a lot of LGBTQ plus people, they're like, I mean, I'm proud to be gay. I'm proud to be queer, trans, whatever, but I don't think certain things should be taught to children. I don't think children being taken to pride parades is, is something that we need to be doing. Like instead of what 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 I'm sure a lot of people do, they just want to teach about uh, what's just teaching about uh, you know inclusivity and, and being kind to people, that kind of thing. I'm for that because how are you gonna be a piece a piece of shit to someone that you barely know just because of what they do? But again, it's because they're weaponizing people in this group this this group here this group here actually let me get rid of my these this group here they're radicalizing it just like they're 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 radicalizing they're weaponizing black people just every every year every other year around election time they get activated same thing with lgbtq plus they get activated. And to me is an issue of, of the radicalization, weaponization, and turning everything political. That's where I have the beef with. I don't have beef with people who who are openly uh queer, trans, bi, whoever. I don't have beef with them. What I have beef with is the is the institutions that are weaponizing the government. That that's weaponizing it. These corporations are weaponizing it, and of course, these crackheads, the radical ones, that are going about saying all this crazy nonsense. That's 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 where I have the beef with, not with the person down the street. You know, I don't got beef with 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 them, but they will tell you. These people in, in these corporations and government, all these activists, they will tell you all oh, there's people who hate us because we're we're queer, we're gay, we're proud. No. At least for me, and I know of course there's radical people that hate hate on on the other side. But to defeat this isn't with more hate. And restrictions and more this garbage 
and more of, of these crackheads being spokespersons. It's through, it's through understanding, understanding that not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to tolerate you. Rather focus on the ones that do tolerate you, that do like you, that do at least value your existence. They don't want to bother you. They don't want to bring no harm to you. But they want to be left alone. They want to leave you alone. I think that's what needs to be focused on more than, yeah, we need to go after the the small percentage of people that hate us or we need to create a, a dragon to slay. Just like with, with you know, with minorities, with, with black people and all that. They, just creating dragons to slay. Oh, this, this, that, the other is racist. This, that, and the other is... uh is not inclusive this that and the other is is, is it's not uh queer friendly whatever it's like start worrying about the things start worrying about the negative things not everyone's gonna like you now not everyone's gonna tolerate you focus on those who do focus on those who who a just want to want to leave you alone but want to be left alone as well and also those who don't want this shit to be taught to kids. That's it. But again, you have you have these people in these groups that come in and subvert these groups and they end up and you find out a lot of these people in these for example in the LGBTQ group, a lot lot of lot of pedals in there and they're trying to turn pedophilia into a sexual orientation. They they want to add the P in the LGBTQ IA plus like they want pedophilia to be a sexuality and I, I say to that the one thing I had to say about that do it do it that's what I have to say if you think it's okay to to be sexual with a child or to to do anything gross and disgusting with, with children that's what you got like no hesitation no questions about it like that is sick and i talked about this on previous episodes of this podcast is people out there um and they don't want to be called pedophiles. They, they're instead minor attractive persons. And I'm over here like, that's fucking disgusting. But it's a nice anagram because, of course, we what we do is we hang maps. We put a thumbtack or, or hammer so that way we can put maps on the wall. We put them on the wall in front of a firing squad because these people, and I'm sorry to say, there's a lot of people who who are, let's say that they're just, they're just fucking weirdos, creeps. They can't get, they can't get with a, with a adult woman. So what they do is, you know, these men, they can't get with adult women. So what they do is they just get with a child. You know, just like a lot of these men 
that can't hang being a man, so they become a woman. And yes, I fucking said it. A lot of times, that's what it is. Like, oh, I, I can't, I can't fucking, I can't fucking beat. Uh, I can't win in the in competitions. So what I'm gonna do is I'm a, I'm a turn, I'm a transition to a woman and then compete with the woman, with the woman and win. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all fucking is. And again, all this is being weaponized at the end of the day. It's just being weaponized. And I'm I'm just I'm just tired of it. I'm just so tired of this. Okay. Next. What I want to discuss is where is that? slap her around the world we gotta talk about this actually hold up let's okay sharing my audio good so we're gonna play this and we'll be back Jada I love you G.I. Jane 2 can't wait to see it alright <laughs> <laughs> she rolled her eyes. <laughs> Will was laughing. Like he thought it was funny, but then you see Jada uh you see her just rolling her eyes and she saw Will laughing and was like, uh oh. And one thing I say about Jada, she has great taste in fashion. She reminds me of a Yu-Gi-Oh card that uh I used to, you know, beat people with in school and that's Junzo. She's negating traps. You know? Just wow. Anyway, but you see you see Will laughing. Something called back. You see he's laughing here for those who are watching this video. Right? She's like, uh like it's and look look, she she's negating traps. You know, she's upset that Will is, is, is laughing. You know, and Will's like, oh, and you know what? Off camera, she looked at him like, yo, you better do something. Like, you want me to cheat on you again? And he's like, oh, fuck. And then they like, oh, Lord. But let, let's, let's keep going. <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. There's a tame joke. It's a tame joke. Whoa. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm is crying is like his, his mouth is quivering it's like damn man like and this is all this all stems from the fact that will and jade are an open in an open marriage open relationship and the fact that jada is sleeping with with men who are uh, his son's age, 
and the one being August, August Alcina. And who else? And the fact that she can go on air, the fact that she can go on air and tell this to Will straight in his face, oh, we had an entanglement, when he, he knows what's up. He knows what's up. He knows what's going on. And he's like, really an entanglement? <laughs> but he he knows what's, what's up. He knows what's you know what's going on. So she's trying to essentially have her cake and eat it too. Being you know, you know, doing this an open relationship and then getting upset. Oh, how how dare someone bring up my, you know, the fact that I'm had to shave my head. And most women. Not most, but a good amount of women have that hairstyle. They, they, it's, it's a fashion statement. It's a fucking, it's fashion statement. And they're making it out to, to be bigger than what it is. Like, oh, she has a, a medical condition. No, she's fucking balding. Like a lot of what men do. You know? And I'm sorry to say, not to sound insensitive. I mean, actually, I, I am. We got to be honest. If you're afraid to be honest, that means you're afraid to offend. Thomas Paine. She's blowing this up, making it a big deal in what it is. And of course, if Will just didn't do anything, then he's made to be a fool. But he did what he did. He slapped Chris Rock, you know, in the face, and uh, he's still made to to be like he's still made out to be a fool. He's is a, a lose lose, and that's because of his wife. The fact that his wife put him to the ringer emotionally, and most men, I'm sorry to say, they were left. Just I understand that loyalty to his family but he kind of put the summons on himself when he just refuses to leave the situation if it's that bad and the fact that you gotta stay you gotta show face in front of everyone knowing that you're the laughing stock of of hollywood and the world it, it, it's very telling that some people are so prideful and I'm a fan of Will Smith. I, I love Will Smith. I grew up watching him on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I grew up watching his movies when he broke out as a movie star. You know, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, uh, Independence Day. You know? Uh, Wild Wild West. You know, Bad Boys. You know, Ali. Uh... I am legend, I robot. I can I can keep going. That's how you know I'm a fan of this man because I brought up just chron- almost chronologically through the nineties, two thousands, the Hancock as well. And to me, it's like like Will Smith was was that guy that you looked up to. He was like, wow, like 
I want to be like that guy. I want to be like Will Smith. You, you, you see what I have on the screen, and it's not like that's not the Will Smith I grew up with. And that's something that I'm noticing now, trending that a lot of our, like, heroes, again, you don't idolize, you know, you, you don't idolize people, you know, for that reason. You know, you look, you can look up to, but I've learned my lesson not to idolize people because, you know, you don't, let's say, you don't meet your heroes. You don't, you don't just look up towards one man because they can let you down. And yeah, just seeing this, I was like, damn, like, it, shit was funny because now it's meme worthy. Like, this meme was, is going to be a staple for, uh, forever is gonna be that 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 staple of memes that people are gonna use, and again, it's all because of what Jada put Will through and the fact that Will wasn't man enough to to leave. They he said love makes you do crazy things, but the fact that you'll slap a man on live television for saying a a tame joke, he. And I'm I'm gonna play this part and I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the hell up so you can listen. Cause Chris Rock could have said, Oh, okay. But he stopped himself because he could have he could have went off. He can say, yo, like we, we can stop those fucking awards right now. Like th- th- this don't mean shit. Like people don't fucking watch this shit. But they're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna give him a reason to watch right now. And he could have gone off on Will and how uh Jada like it could have gone worse. It could have turned into a Jerry Springer moment, but he composed himself. Chris Rock composed himself. That's what people tend to forget. But I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play that part. And I'm gonna shut up. I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> I could. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said. Oh, okay. I could. <laughs> yeah, he. he he could have he could have ended this whole man's career on live on air but he didn't he didn't because he he knew okay let me not make the situation worse let me just defuse the situation and he had his hands he didn't put his hands up or anything you know, and again, there's people are saying, oh, Chris Rock should have known better. Uh, she, you know, Jada has a, a fucking medical condition. It's like, it's fucking alopecia. She's going bald. whoop de do as uh, someone who is bald, I can tell you, it's not that bad. Save money on on uh, hair products, you know? I mean, dude got the beard, but... I, I I don't have to worry about it. I just got to make sure my head is moisturized and, you know, just shiny. That's it. You know, like just less time in the shower. Like you got to think of the, you got to think of the positives here. That, that's why I'm, I'm keep telling people, think of the positives. You don't got no hair, but hey, I look good bald. Um, less time in the shower. You know, just make make my head shiny. Nice and shiny, can see through. That's the things that I, I I enjoy. That's the things I like. And Jada has to look on the bright side. And that bright side is when she looks in the mirror and sees her shine. But regardless, 
this man kept his composure because he could end this man's career. You can see it's been viewed 11.7 million times. The slap heard around the world. And he, again, he could have ended this whole man's career. He could have, and he didn't. But it's funny that it's, it's funny that this man that will It's funny that Will, it's funny that Will didn't, didn't have the same energy when he, when Jada was fucking, uh, men that were as old as his, as his, uh, as his son, but slaps a man that his job is to be a comedian. His job is a comedian. And to roast people, when these award shows happen, they're typically there to roast, to present the award, but also to roast. And Will is not a sprint chicken. He knows this. But, of course, due to all the fucking trauma, a lot of it that, you know, put on himself. Because, hey, if you're unhappy, leave. His kids are old enough to understand. It's not like he has... Newborn kids, it, he'll, they'll be fine. Especially they know what's going on. They see a lot of times they screw, they screwed up as well. You see how they're screwed up, and there are people who are bringing up, oh, uh, well, remember that that time that that someone tried to kiss Will Smith, you know, at a at a I don't know it was on an award show, but this this white guy actually let me try to find it. Let me let me actually go and find it. Go find it here. I think I, I think I may have liked it. But there was one there was one uh incident that was caught on on uh caught on video and Will smacked yeah, here we go. There we go. For those who are watching on the video. Come on, man. What the hell is your problem, buddy? Right. Come on, man. What the hell is your problem, buddy? Right. Yes, this chick's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, this was an um uh Russian. Definitely uh, Russia. But yeah. The the fact that people bring this up, oh yeah, I must have forgot. Like, listen, that was justified. Will smacking that reporter or that dude because he was trying to kiss him in the mouth. That was justified. I was like, yo, I would have I would have punched him in the face too. Like, you don't just come up to a random man and try to kiss him in, in the mouth. Yeah, that that was for men in black. Three, yeah, that was Men in Black Three, yeah, because I see. I remember the song is for Men in Black Three. And I'm just like, let me 
uh, stop sharing that. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to me. I got one one more article and one more video to play, and then we're gonna call it a show. So, Ricky Gervais. And we're going to share this. Ricky Gervais mocks Ox, uh, Oscars, reveals how he would have opened the show if he were hosting. From Bounding Into Comics, I love I love this. Uh, I love this site because anything with, pertaining to Hollywood and, and there's gaming stuff I want to talk about. But primarily with entertainment industry and Hollywood, celebrity I, you know, I'm a fan of because it just, it, it cuts through the bullshit. It really does cut through the bullshit. Uh, comedian Ricky Gervais mocked the 94 annual Academy Awards or the Oscars while also sharing how we, how we, uh, how he would have opened the show if he were hosting. He also took shots at Will Smith smacking Chris Rock during the ceremony. Gervais responded uh, to a tweet from user Clark, 1995 Clark that shared Gervais' opening monologue from the 2020 Golden Globes. And here's the Golden Globes. Uh, then he, the user wrote, uh, retweet if you wish Ricky Gervais was hosting the Oscars tonight. And then <laughs> uh, Gervais responded by revealing how, we, how he would have opened the show if he were hosting. I will start by saying with hello, I hope this show helps cheer up the ordinary people, uh, people watching at home. If you're an employer, for example, take some comfort in the fact that even if you had a job, your salary won't even be as much as the goodie bag all the actors just have been given. And yeah, I heard a lot of these goodie bags have Rolexes and and exp- just expensive stuff. And I'm just like, these people preach about Oh, we're in it together, and we got to do our part, and we're we're bigger, you know. We're gay human beings, but yet y'all flaunt, y'all flaunt, y'all, you know, your wealth, and look down at other people, and talk about all this inclusivity, and y'all in this fucking bubble. I, I love the, the term "we live in a society." But these people live in a bubble, and that's true. The, these people in Hollywood, they're removed. They're detached from reality. They don't got to deal with the daily hustle and bustle. They don't got to deal with the the BS that we got to deal with. And again, not complaining, but for these people to to want to speak to us and thinking that they're, they're being holier than thou, it, it, I, I just hate. I just hate when people are. They're just pretentious. They love to to tell you what to do with your life, and yet these people aren't squeaky clean. Never have. Never will be. And you see with, with Will Smith. You know Will Smith. He he won the award for uh, best male actor. And he gave his speech and he was crying. And it's funny, you just slap the man on live TV and you want to talk about 
all this all this uh, hoopla about uh just all this garbage all this fucking garbage and actually i'm gonna save that to the end let me just finish um let's see in a following tweet uh, Gervais wrote, I'm proud to announce that this is the most diverse and progressive Oscars ever. Looking out, I see people from all walks of life, every demographic under the sun, except poor people. Obviously. Fuck them. <laughs> he added. Let's see. Gervais will go on to reveal that he will finish his speech revealing that it will be my career. <laughs> what you will finish <laughs> my career can you do more of these tweets on the Oscars? I'll be asleep. <laughs> I don't blame him. Uh, along with mocking the Oscars, the organizers, and the attendees, Gervais retweeted an old clip from his sitcom, The Office, while he played, where he played David Burt. Uh, in the clip, Gervais, Gervais's character says, particularly uh, for his wife, so she has alopecia, so not a not a happy home, so not a happy home life. Let's play this. The audio is shared. There we go. Particularly for his wife. So, and she's got alopecia, so not a happy home life. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. And oh, stop it. Uh, the David uh, Brent music account will also provide commentary on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. If you haven't seen it already, uh, Chris Rock joke, Jada, I love you. J.I. Jane too. Can't wait to see it. Then he added, it was a nice one, seemingly implying that the joke was tame and he could have been easily more, can easily been more insulting. He could have. There's a lot of people are saying that like this, that joke was tame and it shows that, that, First of all, and there's a lot of regular people that are, are offended. Oh, my God. Chris Rock said a joke about a black woman, uh, you know, having alopecia. And I was like, are you serious? This, he could have went ham. He, like, when he said, <laughs> okay, he could have went ham. He could have, he could have dug in deep, but he didn't because... He has some, he has some respect, even though there was a a clip of him. I don't know if it was in the Oscars a few years back, I think 2016 or 2014, and he was mentioned. He mentioned a joke about Jada, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, that's what's about." But no, because if he if he if he was mad about that still after all these years, then yeah, it's something says about you. Definitely something says about you that you hold a grudge for that long. Rather than saying, okay, like time has already passed, whatever, no big deal. But you have, like, it, that's what a lot of people are saying. I feel this is it's dumb. Okay. Let's skip. Skip to this guy. I want to get to the video. Um, after being slapped, Rock replied, oh, wow. Wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. 
And upon return to his seat, Smith yelled at Rock, leave my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then uh, Chris Rock said, wow, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Smith then responded, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And he said, I'm going to. Uh, Rock responded, this is the greatest night in the history of television. Said before returning to the program and they it's it's <laughs> uh chris rock i don't do jokes about personal health issues gary yeah you do jetta pinkett smith's hair loss <laughs> and that's the thing like people are making this oh my god it's a personal it's like it's fucking hair loss it's fucking hair loss that's it that that that's it that's fucking it man it's not like people are blowing it up because again people there's segments of people that want to be offended they try any they, they try to find anything and everything to be offended by and it shows it shows that people they get their rocks off by being offended like it it it, it gets them hard it gets them wet it gets them turned on to you know to be offended it, it's it's insane. It's insane how people just live life just wanting to be offended, just looking for stuff to get angry about. It's like, first of all, these people on the Oscars, they make more, like that whole room, just that whole one person in that room makes more than everyone. Like a whole group of, of employees make. But yeah, we're mad and care about fucking celebrities. These celebrities don't care you exist. They just care that you you talked about them on social media and you keep them relevant and you watch their movies. But for the most part, they don't care. They we're the little people to them. And you see how how in, in their safe space and their bubble. If any one of us or in that position, it will be knives out, guns out, fists out. Like, if things would have gone, it got more heated. I expect those those suits, those blazers would have uh, been thrown down, and they would have fought. But you already know, and the fact that the Academy Award, you know, the Academy said, "Oh, we don't condone violence," but yet. They, they let Will Smith in in the vicinity. They didn't kick him out. And the fact that he won an Oscar, if this wouldn't happen, I'd be like, yeah, Will Smith, he deserved it. Especially all the stuff I've been going through, but he still, you know, doing the damn thing and and you know in the acting space. But because this happened, and the fact that there was a lot to happen, I'm like, he shouldn't have won that Oscar. You know. But, you know, it is what it is. And I have one more video to talk about. One more thing to talk about here. And let's see, make sure screen and audio sharing. And play. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless on mass and uh it just it really felt like oh this is 
a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. Jim Carrey weighing in on Will Smith's Oscar controversy during a new interview with Gail King for CBS Morning. They asked Chris, do you want to file charges? And Chris apparently said, no, he did not. He doesn't want the hassle. I, I'd have, I'd have uh, for announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. Jim Carrey was on hand promoting his new movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but yeah, he made it clear how he felt about Will Smith's actions on Sunday night. You do not have the right to, to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. Since Sunday night, the Academy has launched a formal review into Smith's actions on stage, and Will has since issued a statement apologizing to Chris Rock, saying in part, quote, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was asked. Oh, let me let me read this. Uh, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior last night's at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and ex- inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Medical condition, motherfucker, is hair loss. You know. Us men, you you wouldn't know. You would know as a male, and thank God, like he has, he still has his hair intact. But you know that a lot of men deal through, uh, you know, hair loss. But we don't call it fucking medical condition. We don't slap people. You know. I understand. Ask his wife. At the end of the day, you gotta, you know, do what we gotta do. But at the same time, the same time, as he said here, jokes are at my, at my expense are part of the job. But she most likely told you, "Hey, you better handle that, or else I'm gonna cheat again." It, it's it's insanity. Like th- this is very. Uh, condescending, very. This this is word salad. It's very condescending. Uh, I would like to publicly apologize. Apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line. I was wrong. I'm. 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 I am embarrassed by my actions. Uh, excuse me. I'm. I'm embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of. The man I want to be. There's no place for violence in the world. I love and kindness. But again, again, you, you did it. And it just it's just very tame. Since I already read it. Okay, there's more. I also love, I also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, and all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. Uh, I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my uh, my King Richard family. I deeply regret the behavior that was staying that had been otherwise glorious journey for all of us. I'm a work in progress. Yeah. And then people weighing in. I think Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey just says that one point. Yeah, so we, we can stop. You stop sharing that. Yeah, so Jim Carrey said this piece, and I agree. Like, Hollywood, they're not cool anymore. And especially how 
they're detached from the rest of the world. That they're very snotty and elitist. And the fact that the fact that this happened, this went down, and no one said we gotta, you know, we gotta get them out of here because that was our line, a live TV, and that was let to happen. That was let to happen, and of course, no one. No, the people applauded. <laughs> people fucking applauded, which was crazy. And again, what Jim Carrey said, right on the money. Um, Chris Rock doesn't want the hassle, but he should definitely sue. You know, he should definitely sue. And the fact of the matter is, well, he needs to deal with his his mess at home. And put his foot down or else just leave because you're Will Smith and I understand I'm I'm concerned because she can just she can just say oh Will doesn't doing it for me emotional distress and, he, and then she could bring up the whole thing with Chris Rock and oh well he was violent I never seen him act like that he, she could use all that against him if they were to divorce so I understand why she I can definitely understand why she, you know, he doesn't want to leave her because it'll be messy. But at the same time, your happiness is more important. You can always bounce back. You're Will fucking Smith. Like you bounce back. You you are before all the whole the whole cucking situation. You were respected. One of one of the goats. And someone that I I watched during my childhood, I'm like, yo, like I want to be like Will Smith. Just a lot of people can uh, had said that. Now, uh, you know, just having you know holding holding his wife's hand while she's getting ran through, you know, her airing out that their laundry and just telling him, yeah, like I did it. What are you gonna do about it? to me that that's just to me this whole this whole instance just to wrap this show up this whole instance showed us how how much we're lacking in masculinity how much soy we have as a society we're not men you know we're, we're we're not men anymore, and to me this whole thing, when you let your emotions get the better of you, when you're not in control of your emotions, that right there is when you're not a man because a man will handle his emotions, a man will will restrain himself you saw how chris rock restrained himself he could have he could have went off on will smith he could have aired out the dirty laundry that everyone knows live on tv but he didn't he said huh, okay right he stopped because he didn't want the situation to get worse and also i mean chris rock he, he ain't a big man will smith is like six two i believe like six two or something so yeah he he's a he's a big man but 
he showed restraint. And to me, Will doing that showed a lack of restraint. And he said, oh, I acted, acted emotionally. Yeah. You're damn right you did. You're damn right you did. <sighs> there was a clip that I wanted to play. I think it's a play, but it's okay. Um, basically, it was um, a teacher. Um, he was on MSNBC. Actually, we we can... Uh, yeah, teacher. I'll probably play another time because I don't want to ruin the flow of the show. But yeah, um, to to just to end this, just just to end this. Um, at the end of the day, there is a definite issue with masculinity, the lack of it that we have. Men aren't allowed to be men anymore. Um, we're made to be weak. And comedy is dying. Like you can't even say a tame joke about someone's uh, baldness, someone's hair loss, without getting slapped. That's a comedian's worst nightmare, by the way. Um, also, you have, again, this agenda. Th- this agenda that didn't exist, just like inflation, just like uh, the, the lab leak theory, just like with, just with everything. They tell you it isn't going on while it's going on. And then they admit it, hey, this is actually going on. You, you were right, but because we're out in the open about it now, it's okay. You know, there's an, a, an agenda for, you know, you, you know, to basically mess with your kids. Like outright. And again, they were hiding it. You know, they were doing it while they were telling you didn't exist. They were trying to hide it, but in reality, people knew what what was going on. And at the end of the day, I'm always saying this, homeschool your kids. Homeschool your children if you have any children. Any of you guys are listening, homeschool your children at the end of the day because it's, you see these pretentious people who have no depth about them, no depth of personality, no depth as a human being. They're just uh, pretentious, narcissistic, and just lacking of any substance. They just want to, they just so much want to fill your kids with the same just bullshit that they have. Because they're empty inside. They all or all they're about is their their identity, who who they sleep with, and that's it. What their pronouns are. Not hey, this is what I'm about. This is my hobbies. This is what I can do to contribute to society. This is what I'm gonna do to teach children. What I'm good at. What, what how how can I help children learn better? No, it's not, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna talk about that. Instead, we're going to talk about what we did over the weekend with, with my boyfriend or or what are my my pronouns, what, what's, what's my, you know, I'm coming out. Instead of teaching them, hey, let's, let's teach them about math and, and science and teach them about reading and writing because Lord knows kids need that. They, they need to read and write. 
and, and to do basic math when people can't even read, they can't do basic math, no comprehension skills. But yeah, you want to teach kids about being gay. Like, that's my issue. You have the, these people out here being so pretentious instead of doing your job as a teacher, teaching kids about the things that they need to be taught. You want to teach them and tell them about uh, sexual orientation, gender identity. You want to talk about your paddle boarding, what you did with, with your fiance, or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. And same thing for straight people. If heterosexual people were to do that too, I'll be like, no. Don't do that. And if a kid asks you, oh, what, what, is, what is gay? What is trans? Say, hey, that's very curious of you to ask. Please talk to your talk to your parents. Talk to your mother. Talk to your father. That's the responsibility to do. But no, no, no. Because these people can't help themselves. All the while they're telling you, oh, there's no gay agenda. While there is, is literal gaslighting. There's a reason why they want your kids' grade, grades K through third grade to learn about this. They want this in, in schools. And what's happened in Florida, um, DeSantis passed the bill, by the way. Good. Good. And, of course, you have these companies trying to lobby uh, against the bill so they can uh, get rid of the bill. And that's how you know. And if any other company did this, let's say to stop a bill from helping out black people, it will be all over news. But, of course, not going to do that. But they can openly say that. And at the end of the day, there is an agenda outright. At the end of the day, what Will Smith did was messed up. I think they should get rid they should take the Oscar away from him. But again, this lack of accountability, you see what, you know, he slapped Chris Rock on stage. They didn't do anything. So what what kind of ethics do they have? What, what kind of ethics do they have at the end of the day? So then we can end it on that note. An hour hour and eighteen minutes, twenty two, twenty three seconds. We made it all the way to the end, and if you did too, I appreciate it. You guys are the MVPs. You guys are the greatest audience because you are listening to the Room Prime podcast. Very much appreciate it. If you feel so inclined, if you ever so desire, please consider following me on Twitter, Room Prime underscore three. Uh, leave sling all your hate at me, and also uh, throw all your love and all your horror messages and also you can follow me follow this podcast it's not active yet but we'll get there soon enough Ruben Prime Media that's the other Twitter account also my podcast the Ruben Prime Podcast I am available on all major digital platforms Apple Google Spotify Stitcher TuneIn and Red Circle, just name a few. Just search Ruben Prime Podcast and you will get, you'll see the, the logo, the beard, 
and the, the glowy eyes. I try to get like lightning effect, but I gotta I gotta get to that because a lot of a lot of people love that logo. I, I like it too. I, I love it too. I'm I'm more and more looking at it like yeah, like it's it's great. And I had help with that logo, by the way. And also, speaking of logo, I have merch. I do have merch. So if you want to buy a piece of merch from me, the link to to my merch is in the description of the podcast and the video. I, I, I'm going to upload this to YouTube. We'll see what, what happens. I'll, I'll try to upload this to YouTube. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've been Ruben Prime. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I will see you next time. Peace. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can